Good morning, this is Rob Tussey coming to you from Island Church. It is our blessing to be able to join you wherever you may be this morning. Whether you would be in your home, you may be at work, you may be in your car, or may even be working in a hospital as several members of our church do. We would like to thank you for everything that you are doing to be able to stand fast in these uncertain times. This morning I want to share with you a passage that has come to be uh, my theme passage during um, everything that's going on here. Uh, I'm going to pick up with uh, David in 1 Samuel chapter 30, if you'd like to follow along, and we'll read a, a, a few verses from that chapter. But I want to be able to, to take a look at this and draw some comparisons for what we are looking at today. Um, at this particular time, David had uh, was going out into battle, taking his men with him, and they had left their, their camp, their village, which was in Ziklag, uh, to be able to go out and, and further the kingdom and, and do the work that they were called to do in battle. Um, and on this particular occasion, they returned home. And as they returned home, they found that everything had been destroyed. Nothing in their, their entire village, uh, the, the place where they lived, was the same. Everybody in that village, all of David's men, from small to great, were, were going through the exact same particular set of circumstances. So as we are doing today, you know, one thing that I've heard say many times, we're all in this together. And we as Christians, this is our opportunity to allow our light to shine in ways that it hasn't in years and years. So let's pick up with David in the book of 1 Samuel chapter 30. So David and his men came to the city, and there it was burned with fire, and their wives, their sons, their daughters had been taken captive. Then David and the people who were with him lifted up their voices and wept until they had no more power to weep. These men cried until they just couldn't cry anymore. And David's two wives had been taken captive. Now David was greatly distressed, for the people spoke of stoning him. Because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man for his sons and his daughters. But David strengthened himself in the Lord. And that's where a lot of times that may be uh, where we go if we've tried everything else. But David immediately recognized that this was an attack of the enemy, that the enemy had come against him and his men, and for him to regain his strength, he needed to strengthen himself in the Lord. You know, David didn't strengthen himself uh, in a bottle. He didn't turn to alcohol. He didn't turn to drugs. He didn't turn to illicit relationships. But David strengthened himself in the Lord. Um, so David then, uh, he, he goes and seeks the priest, he seeks wise counsel, uh, and he makes a determination. So David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, Pursue, for you shall surely overtake them and without fail, recover all. So David sought what God's 
what God's word would be in his particular situation. And that's exactly what we need to do. We need to know God's word and have such a relationship with God and his word that we're able to speak God's word over our particular uh, situation. So David went, he and the 600 men who were with him, and came to the brook Besor, uh, where those stayed who were left behind. But David pursued, he and 400 men, for 200 stayed behind, who were so weary that they could not cross the brook. Then in verse 11, you know, here we, we find, you know, David has suited up all of his men. They've prepared themselves. They're going out to battle. They've gotten their word from God to pursue. But there's something, one particular piece of information that God did not share with David because David had to first act on his faith and, and step out on faith to be able to show God that he was willing to do what God had asked him to do. So we find here in verse 11, uh, out of nowhere, the story takes a dramatic twist, uh, almost as if we're finding a verse that, that doesn't seem to fit. But in verse 11, then they found an Egyptian in the field and brought him to David, and they gave him bread, and he ate, and they let him drink water. And they gave him a piece of cake of figs and two clusters of raisins. So when he had eaten, his strength came back to him, for he had eaten no bread nor drunk water for three days and three nights. Then David said to him, To whom do you belong, and where are you from? So in verse 13, um, a lot like what uh, Pastor Rusty has asked of us and, and something that we have been stepping up to be able to do with our T3 ministry in the midst of this storm and in the midst of the chaos that's going on all around us, realizing that everyone is in this together and realizing that everybody, no matter how young you are or how old you are, no matter what race you are, no matter where you work, what your income is, uh, how wealthy or how poor you are, everybody is equally suffering as this situation goes on around us. It's, it's affecting everyone. It's affecting every industry. Uh, all the way from manufacturing to healthcare, everyone is affected. But in the midst of this, our pastor has asked us to step up and be willing to touch three people every day, to touch someone in our church, to touch someone in our family, someone that we know, a neighbor, uh, to be able to even reach out and touch a stranger, someone that, that we don't know. Take that opportunity to be a blessing. Now, David, as he started out, he had no idea where these people were. God did not reveal that particular piece of information to him. But as David went out on this journey, they mounted up. And they pursued just as God had told them to do without knowing which way to go, without knowing what road to take, but simply trusting and having faith in God. They set out on this journey to take back what the devil had stolen from them. And as they went, they saw this man on the side of the road had been left for dead. And they stopped to minister to this person. And let's do the same thing if we would. I'd like to tell you a story a few years ago, uh, my wife was diagnosed with breast cancer. Uh, it was something that absolutely devastated us. I remember 
uh, the day we received this diagnosis. I remember, um, you know, lots of things cloud your mind. And the what-ifs start pouring in when you hear a diagnosis like that. And after coming from the doctor's office, and, and uh, they, were, they just uh, overwhelmed us with information, what type of treatments, what kind of timeline we were looking at, uh, what would the next steps uh, might look like, what we could expect for side effects, all of these things coming at us at once. And we went to Walmart uh, after that on the way home. We were just trying to find some level of, of normalcy, uh, something that could bring a, a little bit of, of control back into our lives. And we were on our way out of Walmart, walking into the parking lot, and we saw out of the corner of our eyes this lady that comes walking up toward us. And this lady um, was not dressed in fine clothes. Uh, as a matter of fact, her, her hair was a little messy. Uh, her clothes were wrinkled and, and older. Uh, and she started walking up toward us. We started wondering, well, I wonder what this lady wants. And as she came up, she looked at my wife and just, just held my wife with, with her hands on her shoulders and said, God sent me over here to pray for you. And this lady began to pray in such a way that it moved us and encouraged us and let us know beyond a shadow of a doubt that God was going to be with us through this storm. And just as David when everything around him had been destroyed, everything around him had been affected, every man from small to great had been affected by what had happened here in this town. They sat out, and because they were willing to stop and minister to this young man, as you go on and read this, and I encourage you to do so today on your own, but this man leads them exactly where it is. They're able to get back everything that God had blessed them with. And not only were they able to get that, but they were able to get far more abundantly and exceedingly beyond their expectations uh, of what they would have expected. God used what the devil meant to destroy David and his anointing. God used it for good. And if God did it for David, if God did it for us, God will do it for you. Take up your shield of faith today. Reach out and, and touch those that are around you. Be someone's miracle today. Be encouraged. And remember, here at Island Church, God loves you, and He always will.